think in life, there's just so much of others, you know, putting expectations on you and what's important. And, and a lot of it is, you know, their dreams or their fears or whatever that they're projecting to you. And it's important to separate that and say, okay, this is important for someone else. Is it important for me? There needs to be that alignment. Welcome to the Say Yes to Life podcast. Here at CrossFit Advantage, we believe that life is a team sport where every person, no matter who you are, is the most valuable player in the game. We strive to be humble, hungry, happy, and helpful, and our mission is to improve quality of life through health, fitness, community, and connection. Welcome to part two of our Success Sunday series, all about identifying your values and living them in practice. So if you've listened to this podcast before, you probably know by this point that our core values at CFA are humble, hungry, happy, and helpful. And today I'm back with Angelina to talk about cultivating your own personal values. So Angelina, welcome back. I want to start by asking, what are your core values personally? Yeah, good to be back. So a couple of things. Um, before I jump into my personal values, I wanted to kind of talk a little bit more about what values really enable in my life, right? And as I go into my values, um, really having values has really given me a sense of freedom. Um, it helped me with alignment of what it means to live an intentional life. And it's allowing me to kind of be protective of my time a little bit because I'm, I know what I can say, um, you know, yes and, um, and no to. So uh, to that point, it's enabled a lot for me to, to have the values that I have. I've been uh, honing these in since 2013. So this is not something I woke up with and I said, these are my values. This is what I'm going to do. Um, every year I've kind of did the reflection, uh, tweaked and adjusted as, as we went as a family. So for me, there are five that we focus on in our family. You've heard this before, um, but I'll, I'll go a little bit more in depth. So at a high level, uh, those are faith, family, uh, friendships, so friends, and we have fitness, which I tie in mental vitality to that, and then financial freedom. So those are at a high level what my um, what my values are, and I can kind of go a little bit more in depth too of some of the highlights under each one. Love that. So yeah, I would love to hear specifically kind of why each one matters to you. And when you think about values, I mean, there's a million different core values that you could say are important to you, but how did you come up with those five? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So for me, uh, let's start with just a couple. Uh, when I kind of think about what it means to live an intentional life, that is a very personal question to ask. Like my definition of what it means to live an intentional life will be very different from yours. Some of things will be um, similar, maybe family, financial freedom, whatever that may be, right? Um, but other things are very personal to me. And so for me, you know, under faith, for instance, that's kind of my, my cornerstone. Everything else flows out of that. Uh, so being able to uh, set time aside for a small group, for my church family, for devotional, 
is really key for me um, in that area. Again, doing that personal reflection over the year, I've changed things that have fallen under that category, but certain things just remain to be the same. For family, uh, I had to think about what is my definition when I look back of like, oh, I'm really glad I invested time in my family. For me, that's just kind of like a, a close family, right? We have each other's backs. We have memories to share together. And so for me, under the family pers um, value, I've talked a lot about spending quality time together, having adventure together, um, and then also tying in some personal growth um, that's, that's important for like Victor and I separately and together. So those are, you know, some examples from faith family, but I mean, we have that with friendship, friendships as well. We have that with, uh, you know, mental vitality with sleep, water, exercise as, as a key, um, blocks for that one. And then also for financial freedom. So, uh, you know, how do we get to passive income? What is generational wealth? What is budgeting? All of that is kind of what we focus on under those categories. Yeah, that's great. And you were telling me recently, one way that you put your value of family into practice is taking the kids to the park each weekend. So would you tell me like a specific example of how something goes from just a value like, oh, this is something I care about to actually putting in the time, energy, effort, money, resources into living that value? What does that look like? Can you give a specific example? Yeah. So, I mean, that's a great example that you, you brought up. I think a lot of the times, even in previous podcasts, we talked about reading or hearing something and not just saying, oh, that's cool, but ap actually application. And so mind, body, and soul time is one of the things that we're trying to be very intentional with with our kiddos, um, RES4 and Ethan's too. Um, and that one-on-one -on -one time, I know they have, you know, sibling rivalry. So we spend one-on-one -on -one time separately with them. And what that means is just exactly that one-on-one -on -one time doing whatever they like to go. They like to go on scooters. They like to go to parks. Um, they like to play Play-Doh, um, slime, you know, whatever things. And so that's allowing them the freedom to choose their activity and then having our undivided attention um, with that. And so we believe that will help us build a solid foundation, solid um, relationship with our kids. So as they grow and mature and hobbies and everything else changes, we can continue to have that closeness and connection um, as they go through the seasons of life. That's beautiful. And it sounds like the more time and energy you put into that, it's almost like it strengthens that value of family. And it's almost this positive feedback loop that makes you want to keep valuing that even more. So I love Definitely. that. Yeah. And Angelina, in some of your past Success Sunday videos, you've encouraged us to take a look at our values and decide what we want to be more intentional about. So I want to zoom out for a second and think, okay, what if I've never actually sat down to think about this stuff? What if I've never really done a self audit of my values? Like, where do I even start? What advice would you give to someone? Or do you have like any kind of like step-by-step -step guide for helping identify my own personal values? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think the process can vary. So this is something I'm going to share that has worked for me. But as you listen to podcasts and as you read books, there's maybe some modification that you can do. Um, the main thing I'll mention is that with any of this, you have to make it personal. You have to connect it to a deeper why uh, 
for it to stick, right? For it to make an impact. And so just because Angelina does it and this works for her doesn't mean that, you know, you can just wake up and say, oh, these are going to be my same values. You have to do some soul searching. You have to do some reflection uh, to come up, you know, with your set. So um, for from a starting perspective, a couple of things, you know, first I would start with if you're not sure and you're thinking, I have no idea where to even begin. Um, I was listening recently and someone said, tell me where you spend your time and your money and I will tell you what's important to you. And I thought, what a great way to summarize from the beginning if you're not sure what your values are, uh, what you say yes to uh, from a time perspective and resources perspective really is a great starting point. Um, And it's not like someone's grading you. It's just a simple assessment of, current state? Where am I? You know, what am I doing? What are some of my current habits? Uh, So that's step one is where I would start with with that one. So almost like a neutral observer, just kind of Mm -hmm. taking maybe a week or would you say like a week or maybe two weeks to just observe like where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your money? And just kind of keep track of that, write it down and see where you're naturally putting those things. Does that sum it up? So kind of step one is just that observation. Okay. And then what next after that? Yeah. So then you're performing a self audit, right? We talked about this, that reflection piece. So this is, you're looking at it and you're saying, wow, this is great. I, from here, I can see I'm spending a lot of time with family and, uh, you know, faith, whatever that may be for you. And you're thinking, wow, this is great alignment. I can see certain themes coming at me, or it could be, wow, there's a few things that I would like to change or adjust, right? And that's not a bad thing. Reflection is great. You're able to now say, oh, there's a few things I can, you know, course correct. Um, so the the step two is self-audit of where you are um, from a perspective of, do you need to make adjustments? Are you happy with where you are? Or do you need to change a few things around? Okay, so step two is almost more of an evaluation, like, okay, like, I think I may be spending a little bit more or a little bit too much time, you know, going out to eat, and maybe I want to shift things a little bit. So I'm saving more money and eating at home. Would that kind of be in step two, like a little evaluation of like, okay, where could I adjust things? Yeah, totally. Uh, A lot of that could also be things such as social media consumption, and how much you're spending there. Uh, you know, anything and everything, TV time, whichever way, um, you know, so you can time block it even as you're doing your um, assessment of, okay, here's kind of roughly where I do. It doesn't have to be up to the minute, but overall time block it across the board. And then you're able to see some themes throughout in a week or two. Yes, that is a wonderful, but also (laughs) terrible feature of the iPhone. It can show you how much you're spending on each app and it'll give you the weekly report you spent an average of three hours a day on Instagram. So it is a a humbling place to kind of do that self-audit. Yeah. Cool. And then once you've done that self-audit... Yeah. Where do we go from there? Yeah. Once you've done the self-audit and let's say you're in a position where you're saying, you know what, I do have some opportunity to change a few things about, uh, you know, around or um, maybe add an additional um, habit or I want to maybe redirect my spending or my time. Um, This is the the exciting part. What I wrote down is kind of uh, the opportunity to dream a little bit. Uh, So, so if you're not where you are, where would you like to be? 
Um, and this is kind of hard because often we either live to the definition that someone else told us of success, but we have our own that we need to get to. So in this dream category, after you do the self-audit, this is you imagining, you know, I, I kept thinking like, what would be an example? And I've often heard, you know, if you're retiring and folks are giving your toast to Angelina or to Lauren, what would they say? right? Oh, she was very hardworking or she spent a lot of time at work. She was not really at family events or what are some of the things that you would want people to say about you when they're making that toast, right? Um, that's another example to maybe kind of make it a little bit more tangible for this portion of dreaming of where you would want, you know, to be from a value perspective. Yeah, I love that thought exercise, Angelina, and not to get too deep here, but that just reminded me of something like close to home right now. So pretty recently, my grandpa just passed away and I was just mm -hmm. reading his obituary and thinking, oh my goodness, like he led this amazing life. And like, you know, so much of it is the way that he connected with people and all of this influence he had within the education system. It was like his, this legacy that he left, you know, so I know it's kind of intense to think about, but I think it's it's good to think ahead and think, okay, what do I want to be known for and how can I live that starting today and not, you know, waiting 30, 40 years to figure it out. So mm -hmm. I think that's really insightful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Angelina, could you tell me about a time when you've had to say no to something because it wasn't in line with your values? Yeah, I feel like that's on constant basis. So, you know, as we talked about of doing the assessment of where you spend your time and money, doing the self-audit, dreaming. I think a lot of that also aligns with, as you're dreaming, think about a couple of things, uh, like from a people perspective, who do you admire, um, right? And like, where are they spending their their time and, and money? And then from there, you're able to continuously go and, and reflect and tweak and adjust things. So for me, uh, saying no, so a couple of things I was thinking about, I'm like, what, you know, what are those things? So before I had my values, I was a yes woman. So anything that comes my way, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then doing some connections with Victor, he's like, hey, I need you to be present for our family as well. And, you know, even before, before kids. And so that was my thing of, okay, wait a minute, I need to readjust things. I'm saying yes to everyone else, but I'm not saying with yes to things that, you know, right here in my proximity. Um, so that's one thing. Uh, another thing for me is we've talked about before keeping promises to myself. I keep promises to others. I'm really good about showing up for others, but when it comes to keeping promises to myself, I'm not always the best. And so for me, sometimes, uh, you know, when I've committed to like devotional time or holding small groups, that is my commitment. I'm locking that down. I'm keeping a promise to myself. So as other things come up on Monday night and I'm getting invited to, it's easier for me to say no to because I have a value and space created for that. Um, and so I'm, I'm able to say no kind of easier because I know I'm not necessarily uh, you know, spending time on something that, um, I maybe don't need to spend time on. And so that just allows me to, to just be more, uh, aligned and in check of, Hey, this is what you 
agreed to as being your value. And it's okay to say no to some of these things because whatever you're saying yes to are the meaningful things that you are identified are important to you. Um, I think in life, there's just so much of others, you know, putting expectations on you and what's important. And, and a lot of it is, you know, their dreams or their fears or whatever that they're projecting to you. And it's important to separate that and say, okay, this is important for someone else. Is it important for me? There needs to be that alignment. Um, so that's kind of an, maybe an example of just carving out time, blocking it. Um, and that's the main thing is as you're doing this assessment, as we talked about, it's important for me to even put it on a calendar, right? Uh, regardless how rigid that may sound, whatever gets scheduled uh, gets done. And that is with my CrossFit time or anything else that I do. And now we're in September, believe it or not, September. And I cannot believe that. But I think when you live your life intentionally and your values are guiding what you do that year, I'm already looking at some of the goals I set and I've done that and so much more. And so I know I've already lived a very intentional year uh, simply because I've scheduled in my values. Uh, so anyway, just wanted to highlight. I was hoping you would talk about your schedule. If you haven't seen um, Angelina's color coded coat. If you haven't seen Angelina's color-coded calendar, it's beautiful, and that really rings true. What gets scheduled gets done. So I think that is a great place to start putting those values into practice is making time for them, carving out time for them. You can create time for anything. So Angelina, thank you so much for being here again today. Uh, I want to end with a Brene Brown quote. If anyone's read Dare to Lead, she has a whole chapter on creating your own values and then living them. So she says, living into our values means that we do more than profess, profess our values. We practice them. We walk our talk. We are clear about what we believe and hold important. And we take care that our intentions, words, thoughts, and behaviors align with those beliefs. And Angelina, I think you are a wonderful example of someone who not only just professes all these values, but you actually make a point to live them in practice. So we are so grateful to have you as a role model in our community. And we hope to see you all soon. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye.